Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey everyone, welcome to Feathers in My Hair. I know I said I'd be doing Teen Mom Young and Pregnant this week, but I just didn't feel like it. Um, I was coming to my friend Christine's and I wanted her to recap with me and it's just better to do throwbacks. So, hi Christine. Hi. Wow, I guess an intro. Have you done feathers in my hair before? No. I, I didn't only think so. Been on was explains. That's what I thought. So. Well, I'm thrilled to have you on in these episodes. So episodes 9 and 10 were so fucking good. I was thrilled. Like they were so good. This is like peak teen mom too. So yeah. much happened. Like each girl they're had not camera ready. They're oh, they're not camera ready. They're just oh, it was so 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 good. Let's start with uh, Leah. Maybe I think she had like the least kind of going on. Yeah, and like jumping off what I just said, I said especially Leah. All her scenes are quiet. Oh my god, like, that's very true. Like because now when Leah talks and has a conversation, you can like. She yeah. Knows how she, these were the quietest scenes I've ever heard. Oh my, that's really accurate. And Jeremy doesn't know how to talk no. on camera. So Jeremy looked cute. Jeremy is at his peak Lance yeah. Bass. Yeah. Like, he is at his peak sync member. He is, <laughs> he did look, he's cute, but also like. Well, he's cute for West Virginia 2012 yes. 20 year old. Yes. The thing, <laughs> Leah is, I mean, as far as we know. Leah is so lucky that Jeremy's not a pedophile. The way that the way that this happens is insane. So, you know, first of all, Leah is like truly on one in this, in that she like is how the fuck long of Jeremy Leah is like one of my first notes. It is so obvious that Leah wants Jeremy to be jealous of Corey because she's like kind of going back and forth at this point. Yeah, and so they're out to dinner, and she goes. So were you worried about the Corey stuff? And he's like, well, you know, like, not really. And then she starts explaining why she didn't get back with Corey. She's like, he just wasn't serious. And I'm like, you're talking to him like you're gossiping with your girlfriend about exactly. what went down with Corey. This is the weirdest conversation. This is because she was acting like it was so up in the air. She was like, I guess I have to tell Jeremy what I've decided about Corey. And then the next episode, it, they're moving in together. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you can tell Jeremy that you decided, like, Hey, I was so wrong. Like, I know that I told you I was thinking about getting back to Corey. That was a mistake. I want to be with you. But no, she's like, well, you know, I want to be with him, but he wasn't being serious. (laughs) Like, she, it was truly like, if you had put her sister Victoria in that scene, she would have had the same exact conversation. Like, no, it really did. It was gossiping with a girl. It was what we're doing. Yes, it was (laughs) so weird with the guy that you're seeing. Like... And it's just the same stuff she was saying last week, which was like, you know, he just wouldn't give me a clear answer. I wanted him. What Leah wanted was like a grand gesture. Yeah. And like, I don't blame her necessarily, but the way that she always talks about this, she's like, well, I just still don't understand why he went through with the divorce. I'm like, you filed for divorce. You filed. You filed. And like, you cheated on him. (laughs) That never happened in Leah's world. Like, (laughs) Leah's like, I, I just don't get. Why he didn't want to be with me. And it's like, because you were fucking your ex-boyfriend. She's like, and anytime that comes up, she'll be like, we both did things, Corey. <laughs> we both did wrong. We were all fucking our exes. Yeah. <laughs> she takes truly zero responsibility. But Not she wanted Corey to come over and be like, you are the love of my life. And I do understand that to a certain extent. 
But also, it's not Corey. Like, I don't yeah. think Corey would ever do that for anybody. And it kind of goes to... First of all, she's just so young. I have to keep reminding myself they're 20. They're so fucking young still yeah. in these episodes. And Leah especially is so immature. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way... She, I can't believe she has okay. kids. Janelle is immature and, like, she's mentally ill. Right? Yeah. Chelsea and... Chelsea's immature in, like, that she's spoiled. Yeah, Kayla's immature in that she, like, doesn't quite understand, like, boundaries and relationships. And she's just, like, truly one of those people that is, like, so on her own that she's, like, I do. She, like, Mm self-sabotages. But the way that Leah is immature is so unique to her. She is, like. And I feel like West Virginia and, like, that rural type of area in general is, like, unique because it's, like. Just, like, you can hear how, like, naive she is in her voice. Yeah, I think also because she's in a different culture than the rest of the girls that, like, getting married is encouraged. Yeah. When you get pregnant in high school, like, everybody around her is like, oh, so you're going to marry Corey? Mm -hmm. And so, like, we wouldn't hear Chelsea, Janelle, or Kale talk about marriage, right? Like, even Chelsea. Like, I just... Even though Chelsea seems to have, like, every friend of hers is a teen mom in a way that I, like, <laughs> And just, in beauty school. Yeah. I, I just don't. I'm like, yeah, they're all beauty school. You can definitely <laughs> tell by their hair. But none of the rest of them, I think, would have gotten married at 19. Like, no. I just don't think that would have happened. I honestly think Chelsea might have if Adam Well, proposed. yeah, if Adam proposed. But I don't yeah. think they were, like, no. living in a... I mean, besides Adam being an asshole, like, I don't yeah. think they culturally... We're in a place where, like, getting married. So I think Leah is, like, doing this thing in which she's, like, well, I guess we'll get married. It's, like, not weird for us to get married. I know a lot of girls who get married at 19. Like, this is fine. her mom was a teen mom, too, right? Yes. Her mom was 60 when she had her. Yeah. Her mom was a grandma at 36. Let's pray for, what's the, Aaliyah? Yeah. Okay. Aaliyah. (laughs) Aaliyah and Allie. Leah. Leah keeps this, like, I broke the cycle. I'm, like, call me when Aaliyah's 25. Yeah. Let's talk. Like, uh, you haven't broken shit. Your daughter's not teenagers yet. Yeah. Like, she's broken the cycle of poverty, which is extremely substantial. And I will, like, and, you know, people, I'm sure some people are listening, like, she didn't really, like, she just got the money from MTV. It doesn't matter. It's in her fucking bank account, right? Like, she has that money in her bank account. Will it be there forever? I don't fucking know. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, But she, like, her girls do not live in poverty in any way, shape, or form. In Leah's book... They moved, like, every six months of her childhood. She went to, like, 20 different schools. Like, that's just not the life that Leah's girls are living. And also, staying on, like, staying on TV this long, I was watching with my friend who never watched the show, and mm-hmm. when I told him that she's still on television, he was like, what do you mean? And I had to show him her Instagram and show him her boyfriend. By the way, she looks good now. Did you see those pictures she's been posting lately? Um, he was scrolling through Instagram. He was showing me everything. He was like, does he live in Instagram? He was scrolling <laughs> <through> she-, <laughs> he, she has like put on 15 to 20 pounds and it she, looks so fucking good. Yeah. It, she carries her weight so well. Her mm-hmm. thighs are looking thicker. Her ass is looking th- like She yeah, looks she good. Great. She looks good. I was also trying to explain that Jalen, the sunglasses thing you, you talked about where like he looks like you take off sunglasses and it's like it's tough like, it's yeah. tough when he takes off his sunglasses i just i'm sorry like i'll never accept a male influencer is what it comes oh, down it's to so disgu- it's just like oh it gives me the ick if yeah. you will like a, a man just trying it's one thing like if he was trying if like 
I don't know. This is probably just inherently sexist, but like, I don't think of male like YouTubers or like content creators as influencers necessarily. No, like a commentary, like yeah, like I don't think of them as influencers. But something about him, like, strictly trying to be an Instagram influencer, I just find so lame. It's, it's so, so lame. And especially, like, it's late. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. On the way out. And, like, he was doing it before he had it. There's nothing, nothing in this world worse than when you go on someone's Instagram. They have 600 followers, 22 likes on each post, and they're trying to be influencers. Oh, it's like, I have so many like friends from high school that, that are like, doing that well they tried like this was like two years ago they tried to be influencers and then yeah um all the sh- they're like oh putting posting my children on the internet is actually horrifying well also i think everybody's like i could do that and exactly. then when they realize it's hard you have to do it constantly well my, this one i used to follow, like that i used to be friends with she would always she would take courses yeah like mm-hmm. and she would be like it's just I'm not getting the engagement. Okay, like, so my best friend had gotten laid off from her job, and she was like, I really want to, like, make content. I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And she had a couple TikToks, like, do really well, yeah. like, because that's what can happen on TikTok, right? Like, she her yeah. second TikTok got, like, 200,000 views, like, something like yeah. that. And she had one that got, like, 50,000 likes, so it had almost a million views. Like, because yeah. that's how TikTok works, right? Yeah. Like, you can just, yeah. like, get these random videos, and she wanted to start a podcast, and she, I kept telling her, I'm like, well, you know, like, you have to do a podcast, and I tell this everyone. I'm like, don't expect to make any money. Yeah. I'm like, do the podcast knowing you can do it every week for free. Mm-hmm. That is, like, my number one advice to anybody that's not already famous doing a podcast. And she was like, well, I just want to make my money back. And I heard her say that a few times, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I realized she was listening to, like, creator course designers who were teaching, like, how to have a podcast. And, like, yeah, I don't have to deal with this because of, like, how I'm on, like, the network and then I just do Patreon. But, like, yeah, you have to pay for, like, a hosting service, but it's, like, $15 to $20 a month. Like, so, like, I I was, like, what do you mean make your money back? And then I realized... She's listening to these people who are, like, selling how to make a podcast and, like, selling their services. And I was like, oh, you don't need any of that. No. I'm like, you just need a microphone and, like, a place to upload it. Like, it was really interesting, like, to see. Because I haven't. Scamming. Yeah, it's scamming. Yeah. And I just, like, haven't ever, like, been exposed to that stuff. Because when I started a podcast, even though I was, like, yeah. pretty <laughs> late in general to podcasting. Um, Tina's yeah. here. Tina's barking. It's okay. I was yeah. late in general to podcasting. The influencing of it all, of podcast yeah. influencers podcasting hadn't quite happened. No. So there weren't these, like, courses. Well, and things like, and Patreon was so young at that point. Oh, Patreon was still, like, brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, what, 2016? I started mine at the beginning of 2017. And yeah. 2016 is when, like, people started getting on Patreon. Maybe... Yeah. I bet Patreon was created in, like, 2014. By 2016 is, like, when people were, like, really making the Patreons. Mm -hmm. Okay, so back to Leah. (laughs) Uh, We see... Oh, did you notice that Leah looked fucked up at that dinner with Jeremy? The one where they're... The first one where the full table. Oh, yeah. She's, like... She, like... I don't know. She does this thing where, like, she was probably just drunk, honestly. Yeah, they, like, Well, that's when I looked up how old they were, and I was like, she probably just turned 21, because, like... Yeah, I don't even know if she was 21, but, like, no, I'm yeah. sure they could get... So I think Jeremy's a little older than her, yeah. like... Also, like, if somebody came in with a camera to my bar, I'd be like, I wouldn't cart them. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, the thought of setting up... Because, okay, I was I took notes on all the restaurants. 
restaurants mm-hmm. specifically, especially because Caleb, like, they, they look like they have good pizza there. Yeah. But, like, I was taking notes on all the restaurants, and, like, first of all, now when we see, like, um, like Real Housewives, we see, like, the insane amount of yes. cameras. These are obviously one-on-one sort of lunches in 2010. Yeah, yeah. But the thought of how many cameras are in these, like, dinky little restaurants I know. and producers... And it's like, it's most, crazy to think. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because they don't go out to eat nearly as much now because they live no. in big houses yeah. and they can just film in their houses. But at the time, Kale's living out. in like a tiny little one bedroom apartment. It's hard as shit to every, film in there. Every other scene is out. Someone, they're out. Yeah. They're out uh, Princess pointed out in the first season that Leah's always filming in a park and it's because like oh, you don't yeah. really have to get the park cleared. Yeah. You can have as Light many people space. there as you want. And like Leah's living in a trailer. Like if two other people come over plus the cast or the crew exactly. that's so crowded but yeah leah was fucked up and then i was like she's probably just drunk she's out with jeremy they're like in a new relationship they're probably just drinking yeah. but you know who knows um yeah. so Corey and his friend have a conversation he's like i just don't know how i'm supposed to prove that i'm serious so i'm gonna move on and i'm like okay like <laughs> I, she was pretty clear in the previous episode where she's like i just want you to like be yeah. firm because Corey was doing like well I don't know if I want like I don't know what it'd be like to be together like Leah just wanted him to be like I want my family back and I'm gonna do anything to have my family yeah. back um but also like I think part of the issue is that Leah and Chelsea especially like truly do family as like husband wife children and I'm not so sure Corey like looks at it like that so much oh, so like he's emoji yeah <laughs> so he's not like i need my family back yeah. he's like i just want to be together like i do want us to live together with the girls and i think i don't know i think leah just like wants something that Corey can't get for her, which is why it's good that they moved on from each other <laughs> uh so leah lets us know this is when we figure out that leah will be dropping out of school although they don't necessarily also, admit it at this point everyone's, everyone's, and everyone's dropping out of school, school. <laughs> mtv came through this is very important in these episodes it's so clear my understanding of how they used to be paid and i'm not a thousand percent sure on this but this is what my memory tells me is that they would get like a beginning of the season amount and then like towards the end of the season they would get the rest of their checks and i wouldn't be surprised if by the end of season three they got a substantial and i've talked about this if you notice in season three most of the girls have drivable nice cars and i think that was the first thing like before before getting a nice apartment like they were on broke down pieces of shit cars like, Kale didn't even really have a car. Mm-hmm. And in this season, I noticed she's driving an SUV that isn't, like, brand new, but it's probably, like, a 2008. And you know, SUVs it's probably... are, like, hard, expensive it, to maintain. It was probably, like, a four-year-old car, which yeah. for her was, like, luxury. Like, Janelle's in a car. Like, they're all in new cars at the beginning of the season, which I noticed. But then they get the that first last in deposit money, right? Yeah. Like, they get that money. And I wonder if also, like, a timing on how long they'd been on the show helped with their credit score or like something yeah because they all move so leah lets us know that she's tired of driving to school and it's like yeah because mtv just gave you a hundred thousand dollars and you're like why the fuck would i go to school (laughs) that's the thing every single one like janelle drops out and they all drop it so casually and here's like i was a community college like dropout oh do you know how many times i dropped out of college (laughs) please like, that was so me, where I'd be like, I would, oh my god, my dad wasted so much money on me going to college, um, that's a whole different story, but like, where I would just like sign up for classes, and then I would just, 
the amount of W's on my college transcripts is probably insane because I would just drop classes. I just would That's stop insane. doing the work so I would have to drop the classes. Well, I went to community college, so luckily it wasn't like they weren't paying for room and board. My mm-hmm. dad to this day is Well, like, no, but this is even when I was at like community college. Yeah. I'd just be like, well, I don't really want to, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, when it's community college, it's really easy yeah, to drop it. Yeah. Well, most community colleges are like, well, you want to drop it? <laughs> yeah. Leah, though, wasn't at community college, I'm pretty sure. She was at like a. Like a private uh, well, university yes. that lot, let I, a lot in. I think she lost a lot. is a college-ass Yes, like, yes. I bet she spent a lot of money on that yeah. semester. But Leah's like, well, I'm tired of moving to driving to school, so I want to get a new house. And she goes <laughs> to look at new houses. She rents a four-bedroom, two-bath for $725 a month. That makes me want to kill myself. How is that? Even, it's not even just, like, the time and the place. No, I guess it is the time and the place. But still, like... I pay more than that, and my apartment is 350 square feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't live in a glamorous area. No. No. Oh, God. I'm so jealous of that. I know. I was writing down all the rents. Yeah. So she calls Jeremy to tell him, and Jeremy goes, well, I've been thinking about us living together. And she goes, really? You really think so? Like, she's on fucking cloud nine. Leah is such, like, um... Like a words of affirmation, physical touch. Like, Leah just wants you to be like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I'm obsessed with you, I love you type. And I think that's what Jalen does. Like, I think Jalen, like, I think she fucking loves Jalen Post. Oh my god, he's like Brooks with Vicky on Real Housewives. So see how he wrote her card every day, and people are like, "That's crazy." I'm like, "No, it's not," because all Vicky used to talk about was her love love tank tank. being empty, (laughs) and what she meant by that is that Don wouldn't say nice things to her, and that's all she needs. And that's all she needs. Brooks, Brooks just came and he gave her a fucking card that was like, "I love you and I want to fuck you," and she's like, "I will pay for new veneers for you." Do you want new teeth? Like, I got you, babe. Like. And I think Leah's the same. Like, I think Jalen posting her all over his Instagram. Oh, yeah. Like, I think she loves that, which, like, fair enough. She comes from a home without a ton of love in it, and her dad wasn't around, and her mom was fucked up, and, like, it makes sense, right? Like, that yeah. she just, like, wants to feel really... I think she's just somebody who really wants to, like, feel loved. Yeah. Like, Kale is not like that. No, Janelle is not like that. Chelsea is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like... And so when Jeremy's like, well, I've been thinking about living together. She's like, I'm so happy. I'm like, this is how they decide they're going to live together. Like on the phone, I've been thinking about it. I mean, they must have been having conversations and MTV was like, we have to establish that you're going to be moving in together. Yeah. By the way, I usually don't fuck with a podcast that is stars recapping their old shows. I don't like that genre of podcast. Yeah. I don't. The Office I Ladies, the One Tree OC. Hill, The OC. I'm not interested in it. However, Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti are doing a Laguna Beach one, and I listened to the first two episodes. It's good. Okay. I've, I've I was so intrigued because here's the deal. Girl. Here's the deal. I wasn't because I was stupid. I was the Lauren girl. But, 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 and I can't stand Kristen Cavallari for a lot of things. Oh, no. But Kristen is funny. Mm-hmm. She's honest. And she's a good talker. Mm-hmm. And the Stephen of it all, I was like, whatever, I don't really care. But when I heard Kristen was doing it, I was like, that intrigues me because I think if Kristen will be honest and talk about it, mm-hmm. she'll be. First of all, I think Kristen is incredibly funny. She's witty, yeah. right? Like, I think she's very funny. And I think she actually would work well for a podcast. The thing is, it's like, I don't care about anything Kristen cares about. You know, she's like on that, like, anti vax, gluten free. Oh, like, yeah. she's like crazy like that. Yeah. 
And so, like, I've never, I haven't, like, I didn't watch her show. I haven't followed her social media very much. Yeah, bad. Um, But I was like, in this context, like, I think I'm into this. The first episode is just them kind of, like, reminiscing about getting the show. In the second episode, they're recapping the pilot. It's so good. Okay. They're talking about the pickup shots and, like, filming stuff later. Also, like, it's really sweet in a way because they talk about how much they were, like, in love and... That they were like, well, you know, we thought we would get married. I, have to I know. <laughs> it's like you kind of forget that, like, they had a real relationship yeah. and were together for like a couple of years and they like really loved. I've seen a few clips on TikTok where they talked about yeah. how like, they actually dated, like, when she was a sophomore and yes. he was a junior. Yes. And so. Yeah. And then they, she cheated on him and they were yeah. like on and off. And Steven is really. I, I was like, whatever on the Steven of it all. But I actually think he's very good in this context because I think he has a better perspective of, like, doing the show than being a normal person than Kristen does. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what Steven does for work. You know what I mean? Like, he has a really good perspective. And I think that I it's just like Kristen's talking about how, like, MTV would call her up and be like, can you be on TRL tomorrow? And her and her mom would have to, like, fly to New York because she was 17. And, like, uh, Steven and Lauren were at college for one month before Laguna Beach season one came out. Isn't that crazy? Actually, that's why I Chris. Mean, that's why Lauren moved home because she's like, I'm fucking famous and I want to be on this my TV show. Also, like San Francisco seems like a town. Not for Lauren. Not for Lauren. Yeah, but so I really recommend. I don't even know what it's called, but just search Chris and Cavallari. I don't know. I've only listened to it, but I'm yeah. sure it is a video podcast. Yeah, I'm sure it's a video podcast. But let me tell you, it's really good it's like sweet it's like the perfect level of earnest Mm -hmm. i think kirsten is really good at like she's like well she's kirsten's really good at being like they put me in a box they knew i wanted to be a bitch they knew what they wanted and she's like but at the same she's like i wasn't that but at the same time i was yeah i it's just really i'm like really into it i highly recommend it i mean who knows like from here where it will go But they talk a lot about, like, the pickup shots of it all and, like, the conversations that they would have after the fact. And that's so interesting because it's such an early, like, Yeah, show. yeah. Like, and it's really, they talk about, like, how Lauren and Kristen, like, yes, had beef, but it didn't actually play out in their life very much because they didn't have the same friends. Because mm-hmm. Kristen was a year younger. She had her friends. Lauren had her friends. Like, in reality, Kristen would never be invited to the black and white party, right? Yeah. Like. First of all, that party would never happen. They just party at people's houses, not in a hotel room. But, like, Kristen and Lauren didn't really interact with one another. And so they, like, they, like, but I, I, Kristen and Stephen talk about it with a, an equal amount of, like, we understand why they did it, but also, like, annoyance yeah. that I think is good. And it's interesting. Stephen talks about how, like, he was actually really upset because he didn't realize that they were going to make him look like a two-timer because he wasn't like that and that he and Kirsten had been broken up and she had cheated on him and but they were like and we didn't know because when they're filming like yeah they're asking us all this stuff about Lauren and Kirsten but they were doing that with everybody like looking for a story and so then the show premieres and they're like uh what the fuck is that so interesting (laughs) yeah exactly um so once again off topic but I highly recommend the Laguna Beach podcast with Kirsten Cavallari they have to get Lauren on right I I mean, they have to, because, like, the thing is, like, there's no real beef between Yeah, there's not. There's not. It would be crazy for Lauren not to go on. She went on Whitney's podcast. Yeah, she did. And also, I well, I kind of watched only a half of that 
Yeah, it wasn't very interesting, no. but like still just like Yeah, she went it on it. Dynamic because her and Whitney Yeah. Like, I watch every single Whitney Timmy. Me too, but know. Whitney wasn't being honest about how hurt she was by Lauren. That's why Timmy okay. You know when those people are always like Timmy's so mean to about Lauren on those? Yeah. It's because he fucking hates Lauren because Whitney was really hurt by Lauren and I think doesn't want to like fully admit it at this time because it's been 10 years and like... Wait, what the fuck was Whitney really hurt by? Because she thought her and Lauren were real friends and then Lauren left the show and wouldn't talk to anybody and like cut everybody off and wasn't like, hey, I need to cut everybody off because I'm going psychotic and like I can't deal with life anymore and that this has made me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, Whitney didn't understand that. Like, Whitney was so like far away from the. Well, I think that's what she felt. She's yeah. like, I wasn't, I wasn't part of the Heidi and Spencer of it all. Like, I, but yeah. Lauren, I think needed to make a clean break. Yeah. But in Whitney's defense, like if Lauren had like explained that, that, yeah. But they were like twenty three, you know, yeah. just just all of that shit. Um, hold on, we need to take a quick break, and then we will get back to Leah in episode ten. Okay, so, yes, Leah takes the apartment. Jeremy's going to move in. Uh, Leah misses school because she's busy moving. They all come up with little excuses. I love their life excuses. I love when we hear their excuses of why they can't do, like, normal things, why they have to quit their jobs, why they have to stop going to school. And it's like, yeah, we're all busy moving, bitch. By the way, did you notice, these? this is such a little thing, how many people showed up to help Leah move? Okay, yes, and... Also- I was, like, genuinely impressed and touched by that. I was like, you know, Leah's mom is crazy. Yeah. Leah's family is very dysfunctional, but those motherfuckers show up and help each other. Well, the thing is, as I also noticed how many people helped Kale move. Yes. Night, and when Kale was moving, um, I, like, said to my friend who I was watching with, I was like, I miss that about living with Jackie because we have 25 cousins. Yeah. And people really do show up. And when you have... 10 people helping you move. Well, also, okay, so the kale of it all is definitely, like, she was 20, and at 20, you can get friends helping to move. With beer and yeah. pizza. Yeah, now if somebody helped me to ask me to move, I'd be like, no. Well, Hire, hire movers, you dumb bitch. Like <laughs> That's the thing. When we were getting all my cousins, my cousins were, like, 18, 20, and we, me and Jackie were, yeah. like, 27. So it was like, yeah. I'll buy you underage alcohol. Just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to get 20-somethings, but yeah. Leah was, like, her mom, her yeah. stepdad, her brother, her sister, her mom's friend. Like, yeah. it was adults. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, because I don't she think is. Leah's ever had a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, She has, like, her sister and her friend Kayla. I never even thought about that. But she's never had, like, a, she's yeah. a relationship girl. And also, yeah. like, I think when you have your sister that's your best friend and you have, like, a best friend that you've had your whole life, like, it makes some sense that if you're also a relationship girl that you wouldn't have a ton of other friends. Yeah. Um, also, she moved around her whole life. Like I said, she went to like 20 different schools That's and then right. she got on Teen Mom. Where would she make friends? Where You know what I mean? It's really hard to make friends in that environment. No, especially because she, she, it was basically like, is anyone going to be my friend to get on TV? Because yeah. Because obviously no, no, Javi yeah. was so ob- like. Oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the hobby yeah. of it all. But yeah, I just was like, wow, Leah has like not just friends because Kayla had friends show up but this was like support system yeah. showing up for Leah also I can't help but thinking in Leah's new home she has a landline phone wild but it makes sense because they probably didn't have cell phone service oh my god I didn't even think about that they're like yeah. well my parents still have a they also phone. probably didn't have high-speed internet oh yeah. it's very possible at that point she did not have 
Why, like, uh, fire, like, fiber. If an emergency happens, you have to have a landline phone. Okay, I also am an advocate, I've talked about this, that I think everybody who is a child should have a landline phone, even if it's a VIOP or VOIP, whatever it is, voice over internet, VOIP. Because when you um, use internet access, you can still use it, right? No, you can't. Electricity. No, you need the internet. The issue is, what if you have your phone in your pocket and you pass out? How would your child call 911? Uh, what would your child do? How how would your child call nine one one? Sometimes I think I need a life alert because I live yeah alone. no but I mean probably but really like how like how if you or like you smash your phone on the way down yeah like I really am a firm believer that there should be a an easily accessible phone I mean I guess your child could have an iPad like there are other ways like if the iPads hook up to the Wi Fi that they could call yeah. and you teach them but like I think kids need a non your cell phone way to access emergency services i really do i think that like now i bet a lot of people's ring cameras i wonder if they can call like i think there's more options but i'm an advocate that there should be if like if not a landline phone like something well the thing is a landline phone does make sense and like my parents because like we used to lose um uh, electricity Mm -hmm. for like a day in the summer all the time your landline well now i think it doesn't so now i think that doesn't work because even when you have like a comcast landline phone it's just all through the internet like i don't think they make for most people i don't think they have like a traditional like phone jack landline phone anymore um but yeah i leah probably didn't have good cell phone service and she might not have had high speed internet at that point because they're still this is actually a real socioeconomic issue there are still a lot of rural places in america that don't have access to internet It's is like, that crazy? Yeah. I was seeing that recently because some, I mean, a lot of politician stuff is coming out uh-huh. right now, but like, yeah, there's like so many, even in, because in central Pennsylvania. I was going to say, it's a Pennsylvania issue yeah. out in coal country. Yeah. On that other side of Pennsylvania that we have nothing to do with. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know anything <laughs> about it. I never been but, to Pittsburgh. No I've offense. been a couple times, actually. I like Pittsburgh, but um, yeah, so Leah is living with Jeremy and she tells Corey and Corey's like you literally just met and you know what I will give Leah credit here she goes and I when she said it I was like that's actually true she goes Jeremy comes home one day a week he's gonna stay with me anyway and I was like yeah okay (laughs) I was like yeah actually that that makes sense um how much is he living there yeah like and only spending one night a week with your boyfriend is actually a pretty small amount of time anyway um (laughs) but yeah I was like wow okay that's actually not that unreasonable and then she's like well I'm gonna do his laundry and Corey starts kind of like giving her shit like oh you do laundry now and he's clearly kidding but Leah gets like hurt and it's interesting she hangs up the phone and she looks at one of the girls and goes you know your daddy has a way making me feel just this tall and like held her fingers up really small and I was like huh like something about it was really yeah like sad and like and yeah yeah because he was like just teasing her but she was like really hurt by it the thing is that it's like if if you're hurt by it that much then like what else was going on yeah exactly yeah um okay so she decides oh then she tells the girl she goes girls guess who's living with us (laughs) Which is, like, fine. They're two. Yeah, they don't yeah, really understand. Yeah. But Leah's really on her, like, the girls are obsessed with Jeremy. They're, they the love Jeremy. 
Yeah, the girls love all of her boyfriends. My, my one Leah note is um, when the girls were sucking on the lemons when they were at the at dinner, and it reminded me of, of like you know obviously when Addie poured all that sh- like, uh-huh. it's like they, the girls always like find something on the table. It's so true. <laughs> like- it's so true. Um, then it's the girls' birthday, and they have like a cute little birthday party for them. Oh, and when Jeremy's mom. Okay, Jeremy's mom was actually really funny. So Leah and Jeremy are, like, in a bedroom making out, like, during this party. And Jeremy's mom comes in and is like, y'all, we have a party going on out here. Like, you two stop it. I was like, wow, Jeremy's mom is into it. Yeah. Probably because, like, if you're Jeremy's parents and Jeremy is successful, he has a job, Mm -hmm. you're in a culture of people getting young, married young, early, I bet, first of all, they're worried about I hate to use this term, but gold diggers for him because he makes a lot. Jeremy makes a lot of money. Um, And so I bet they're like, oh, Leah has her own money. Mm -hmm. She has her own job. Her own place. Yeah, her own place. We like her family. She's a mom, so she's stable. Like, I can see how, like, Jeremy's parents would be really, like, this is a good, a good thing for Jeremy. He's, this is going to, like, when he comes home, it's going to, he's just going to be calm and responsible and, like. I, I can see why his family would be, like, into it. Yeah, definitely. No, that makes sense at this time. It's also, though, kind of weird that, like, his parents are already at the girls' birthday parties. Well, that's but, I mean, they're living together. They're going to be, first of all, she's going to be pregnant in, like, two okay. weeks after this. Momentarily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I noticed she's wearing a ring on her left finger that looked like a wedding ring. And I was like, what? It, were, when are they getting engaged? They get engaged after she gets pregnant. Okay. Um, but... That I think it's coming up in the next couple episodes. And then yeah. she has the abortion that she says was a miscarriage. Ee, ee, ee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know how you have twins. And then are like, one more. And what kills me is that, like, that abortion was probably the smartest thing she ever fucking did. And yeah. then she gets pregnant again by him less than a year later. Yeah, so it's like, just crazy. It's so crazy. Okay. Um... She's telling Jeremy that she has no doubts about them, and she's like, you know, last year when it was the girl's birthday, like, Corey didn't help me at all with it, and, like, he sat on the couch while I did their presents, and she's definitely in her, like, fuck Corey, hate Corey, everything in my life is perfect now with Jeremy. And, and I've been doing so much work. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. But also, she dropped out of school, and she's like, my advisor said I shouldn't. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. All right, let's talk about Kale. Okay. Um... First of all, I need to say the sheer amount of lip rings Ed, Ed and Kale's, all our friends, I, and also I have a lip ring, so I, mine's still on in there. It's on the top, though. The amount of facial piercings <laughs> in general, like, all of Janelle and her friends do, too. Yes. Well, this was the eyebrow piercing times, like, tongue piercings. Yeah, belly buttons. I think yeah. belly button piercings are back. Some I of my know, teen I girls told me. It makes sense. It. it makes sense because they're wearing crop tops. Yeah. So it makes sense that belly button piercings are back. And um, high-rise pants are going out. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're wearing high-rise pants, you're not, like, belly button rings aren't going to be that popular. That was actually the worst. Because I had my belly button ring until, like, I was, I would say, 25. And then it fell out in an above-ground pool. And I said, this is God's way of saying <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> uh, so, Kale... Um, is back from Texas, and she's mm-hmm. out with her friend Gigi, and she's like, I'm going to move to Texas. Yeah. And Gigi's like... What about Joe? <laughs> she goes, well, what about Isaac? And Kale goes, Isaac's going to come with me. <laughs> and Kale goes... Or Gigi goes, what about Joe? And she goes, nah, I don't know. 
Like, she truly is like, who cares? What He's is going to be a rapper. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I forgot. I have this written down. She goes, she goes, oh, she's like, uh, Gigi says, exact, when I, she's like, Isaac's coming with me. Gigi's like, exactly. So what's Joe going to do? And Kale goes, He's going to be a rapper. And Gigi's like, what? And Kale's like, he's going to be on tour anyway. (laughs) This is the way Kale's brain works. And it's real. Like, Kale's not joking when she's saying this. She's like, yeah, he's going to be on tour. He's going to be a rapper on tour. Uh, we'll be in Texas. Also, like, this is so classic Kale that she's like, yeah, I'm going to move to Texas. And people around her are like, what about your child's father? And she's like, what about him? Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't really matter. And then Gigi goes, well, maybe you could, like, move for a year. And Kale goes, I think I'm going to bring it up to Joe telling a joke and see how he (laughs) responds to it. I was like, Kale, girl, come on. Like, being 20 is insane. Being 20 is insane. And this is why you don't have children. No. When This is why it's not great to have a two-year-old when you're 20. Because at least when you're making these insane decisions without a child around. You can just yeah. do what you need to do. Um, that's, like, such a 20-year-old thing, though, when you're like, well, he's going to be on tour. Because me at 34 is like, dumb bitch. He's not going on tour. Who's going on tour? Yeah, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> so... Okay, then we get a – so she goes over to Joe's to pick up Isaac. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I think Isaac would like it in Texas. And Joe goes, I'm sure he would like a trip. And then yeah. he goes, as long as he comes home to see his daddy every weekend. <laughs> Joe has Kale's number. Yeah, like, he knew exactly, he knew exactly, exactly what, what she was doing. A hundred percent. And then – this is crazy. This actually – I was really upset by this. I felt really sad about this. Yeah. So – Joe's like, well, Susie came by, Kale's mom. And if you'll remember earlier in the season, um, Kale, I think it was this, I recapped this episode recently, so it must have been early in yeah. the season. Kale was trying to get in contact with her mom and her mom blocked her fucking phone number. <laughs> like, her mom is such a fucking bitch. And I see on Reddit all the time, like, because people hate Kale, hate Kale so much that, like, is Susie really that bad? And I was like, they need to watch some of these scenes. This is so fucked up. She was calling her mom the yeah, well, we'll get yeah. there. So she said she, to Joe, she's like, what do you mean my mom came by? And yeah. he's like, well, she said she was looking at a house in the area. So she in stopped by. Yeah, which like by the by, like Joe lives in a nice McMansion. Yeah, like Susie can't afford to live there. Um, but Kale was like, you let her see Isaac? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, don't I don't want my mom to see Isaac. And he's like, well, that's his grandmother. And Kale's like, but it's my mom. And Joe is a asshole to her he's an asshole about this joe knows how bad Susie is and that's why it's like extra gross because like he knows and he's clearly saying this to her kale yeah yeah and kale's like well i don't want isaac see my mom because first of all he doesn't even know my mom because my mom doesn't come around and it's not good for him for her to show up once a year and she's right and it's clear that kale's Kale has her mom's ticket, first of all. But she's also, like, it's such an inner child moment, and it makes me actually feel really sad because she's, like, he'll start to depend on her, and then she won't show up. Like, she's truly talking about herself as a child, which makes total sense when you're talking about your parent and their relationship with your child. Like, it makes sense that she's doing that, but it made me sad. It just made me really sad. And Joe is basically like, go fuck yourself if I want 
if I want Susie to see Isaac, he she can. If it's at my house. This scene is also a perfect example of how quiet they are on screen. Because Kale would yes. have the yeah. fuck Yeah, out you're right. This time around, she was so you're right. and mild and, like, ju- like hurt. Yeah. And she would, like, she was about to cry. Yeah. Now she would have fucking yeah. flipped out. Yeah, I think also part of that is yeah. just, like, she's so hardened now. Yeah. That I think at this point, first of all, I think she was, like, genuinely shocked by Joe's reaction. Yeah. I think she was truly yeah. hit in the face by the news of Susie, right? Yeah. Like, she was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, just hearing Susie came by, I think, yeah. like, threw her off her game. Yeah, and then she probably expected Joe to be like, Yeah, it was crazy, I, her, yeah, I don't know why I, she like, did that, her. or like, Yeah, I let her see Isaac because I didn't know. No. Like, I can understand if Joe was like, I let her see Isaac because honestly, I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah, yeah, she just showed up, yeah, it was so weird, and like, Yeah, I let her see Isaac, is that okay? Like, I'm sorry. Like, he was so like go fuck yourself. Asshole. He was such an asshole, and um, Kale is just like eh, this is. She's like I have to leave. Like I'm not having this fight. And I was like, yeah. wow, mature of Kale. <laughs> so she goes out to lunch with Mark and her friend, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna call my mom to like ask her about this. She calls her mom. I guess she got a new phone number that she called her mom on. Well, she uses his phone. Oh, oh, I missed that. He goes, he goes, my mom, your mom doesn't have my number, so he uses. Okay, that's yeah. so fucking sad. First yeah. of all, she's calling her mother. Mm-hmm. She calls Susie. Susie hangs up on her when she hears it's Gail. Yeah, immediately calls again. Goes to voicemail. She leaves the voicemail. Susie calls back, and okay. Kale is like, um, you know, what? Like, it's basically, like, I want to talk to you about you going to see Isaac. And her mom, Susie calls, and she's like, I don't understand what you're trying to say, Kaylin. And Kayla's like, um, but I, like, don't want you to see Isaac. Like, this is my son. I don't want you to just come out of nowhere. Susie says, I don't need to ask your permission. That was wild. I, this phone call scene, anytime anybody on Reddit is like, is Kale that bad? Is Susie, could, I think Kale's lying about Susie or whatever. I want to play that fucking scene. This is deranged it's so fucked up it is so fucked up and kale's not being rude no she's like truly like i just want to talk about this like what's going on and kale's like well you like you do need to ask my permission Susie says it's not your business i want to see my grandson and kale's crying being like what? Like, because it makes it's it ma- yeah, it no it makes no sense. sense. It makes zero sense to tell someone that it's not their business if she sees their child. Like, it's it's like how in what world does grandparent like? It's, no, it's deranged, like, and it's like it's not even. It's crazy because I feel like usually if you heard a scene like this, it would be like an in law, yeah, right? Like this is her mother, yeah, her own mother being like. You have nothing to do with me seeing your son. It's, it was, like, insane. It's, it's so fucked up. And then Susie hangs up on her. Yeah. That scene was crazy. It is crazy. It's ups- genuinely upsetting. It's yeah. so sad. It's... Like, there's no way to even edit that to me. Like, no, 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 like, no, no. That... It was- horrifying that was not ed- i mean yeah. like they maybe cut some stuff out but those yeah. are Susie's words yeah i don't need to ask your permission to see my grandson yeah. and it's none of your business if i see my grandson yeah what does that have to do with you if i need to see my grandson <laughs> like it is crazy 
crazy. It is crazy. It, it really is. And like, a little later, thankfully, Joe redeems himself because they go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. an issue. Was that a Perkins? That's what I want. It might have been a Perkins. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been a Perkins. Um, Joe, I think, in these early seasons is really reactive to mm-hmm. Kale. And, like, any time he feels a little bit accused of anything by Kale, he is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Because Joe was an asshole. He sucked. And, but I have noticed through watching this season that usually after the fact, once he, I think once he, like, talks out with his mom or, like, I wouldn't be surprised if after this he, like, told his mom and his mom was like, Joseph, of course she can't come by, Joseph. Yeah. That's Kale's son. Yeah. That's Kale's son, Joseph. Like, yeah. can't, like, like yeah, Joe. like, I, yeah. I bet somebody, or even V, like, yeah. somebody was like, Joe, what the fuck are you talking about? And I think also, like, when he sits and thinks about it, I think he's just, like, so reactive with Kale. By the way, your yeah. dog looks so cute right now. Tina's sleeping oh. on a pillow. She looks like a little angel. It is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love a sleeping dog. Um, but yeah, I think that Joe, Joe, I took a picture, I posted it on Instagram. Joe just like reacts to Kale. Yeah. And like, and the crazy thing is, if you rewatch that scene, Kale isn't being combative with no. him. She's like, what, what? Also, what's funny is because I'm I'm watching I watch these episodes with someone who hasn't ever seen the show and to this day doesn't know the show's still on. And when I told him that Joe, like Kale now has a podcast with Joe's wife, <laughs> and they all moved to Delaware and we saw Holly yeah. for the first time, and I was like, oh yeah, she marries him. And then they all moved. To, he, he was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's crazy. Um, so they go out to dinner, and Joe is he's calmed down. He gets, and I think. That hearing about the phone call, like, really mm-hmm. threw him for a loop. Yeah. He was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when she's like, my mom told me it was none of my business if she wanted to see Isaac. Yeah. I also kind of wonder if Joe, beyond calming down, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think he talked to his mom, and his mom was probably like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Because Janet's not perfect, but I cannot see her supporting Susie in this. No. Not for a second. No. And... I wonder if Joe, in this moment, realized he was Susie's pawn. Yeah. Because he did exactly what Susie wanted him to do. He let him see Isaac. He let her see Isaac. And then he defended Susie. Yeah. And I think that Joe, in that moment, probably was like, like, (laughs) whoops. Because, like, I mean, that is hard when you kind of realize, like, you've been made... A manipulation tool in some yeah. abuser's game mm-hmm. and uh, you can kind of say joe when she says that joe like grimaces he's like oh yeah. like and he and then he he's like you know i still really feel like family's important but i understand the issue is and i feel for kill a lot in this situation because i think this is very common if you have not seen up close a parent being abusive, it's very hard to comprehend. Yeah. Especially when you come from a loving family. Where they let Kale move in and they made every accommodation Yes, to and Joe. you would think that Joe understood because he saw it up pretty up close, yeah. but I think never, like, enough, and he was a teen boy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think that, like, you know, you hear all the time people cut off their abusive parents and people are like, why would you stop talking to your mom? But it's your yeah. mom, but it's your mom. Yeah. And, like, I know that uh, I have a close friend whose mom was, like, very abusive. And I saw it up close when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And her husband, like, has a really hard time understanding it. 
And it's because he just, like, they've never lived in the same area as her. Like, he gets, like, on an intel, on an in, like, he understands on a rational level, right? Like, and I think a lot of people do. Like, you explain your abuse, like, they understand. But I think on, like, a subconscious, like, a, like, emotional level, it's very hard to understand a parent behaving that way. So for Joe, he's like, well, I think family's important. And Kale, what I think what Kale's trying to say is, like, she's not really my family. Yeah, like, she's never been my yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. And so Joe at least comes around, and that's when Kale's like, I want to move to Texas because I do have family there. And Joe's like, girl, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and so she comes to her senses, and yeah. in the second episode, she's like, I've realized that Isaac needs his father in his life. <laughs> These voiceovers are really funny. The voiceovers are really good because you can tell they have – no, like they Zero have, control. No. Which, by the way, Kristen on the Laguna Beach podcast says that when she did voiceovers, because she narrated season two, yeah. they would just give her, her a script. Trips. And she would sometimes be like, I would never say this. This doesn't make any sense. And they'd be like, just try it. Like, because that's what they do. They know how to, like, manipulate kids. Yeah. Um, I saw the Ashley posted, like, a story, I guess. I didn't hear them say this, but they probably did that, I guess. Kristen said, like, you shouldn't be allowed to be on reality TV if you're under the age of 18. And so many people are like, now that bitch is complaining. And it's like. She's saying that because. She's saying that because she knows. And they're like, well, I bet she doesn't hate her life now that she's famous. And it's like. She made the best of it. Yeah. People people are insane. Okay. So this is when she goes bowling. Oh. To meet her friend Gigi's friend, which is Javi, who, by the way, she was already met in dating at this point because yeah. they met at Buckle. Oh, that's right, that's right. I thought it was they, Rainbow for some reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> Buckle, oh, yeah. while she was working at Buckle, and Javi came in with his dad, and then he kept coming in, and then he got, they started dating, and MTV needed to introduce him. Yeah. So they go bowling, and she gets Javi, Gigi gets Javi to help. Also, by the way, her new house is. Kale in season, at the beginning of season three, is living in that one bedroom mm-hmm. apartment that she got from like that charity. Yeah. For oh like sing- low income right. single mothers. Yeah. Which wasn't, I I know a lot of people have had comments about that because she was on MTV at the time, but I don't think it was like government charity. It was like yeah, a nonprofit. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's living in like that one bedroom. She gets like a nice three bedroom townhome. Awesome. Can I just say the color of her bedroom being bright red? Yeah. I- she walks in and I go, I fucking hate that color. And then immediately Kale goes, I love this color. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> it has like a backyard. Yeah, like this is in. an upgrade. Yeah. This is an upgrade. And I was waiting to hear the price on this one because obviously local to us. I wanted yeah, to I would bet. Price. So what year is this? Like 2011, 2012. Yeah. In, I didn't, was, I didn't know White the town. Hall. It but was Whitehall and I, it's like Bethlehem. I would bet that was. Eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Because in Westchester in 2012, my studio was like a nine hundred dollars a month for a studio, but that was in Westchester. Yeah. So I'd imagine the Lehigh Valley for a three bedroom townhouse was probably about eleven hundred dollars. Oh my god. Maybe a little more, but funny is my friend moved into a three bedroom um in in like the Lehigh Valley, and I I wish I could text her right now. Be (laughs) Be like, like, what was your rent in 2012? Um, yeah, and she has a bunch of people show up to help her move, and they have pizza, Mm -hmm. and there is a nice conversation at the end. It's interesting watching her and Joe a lot in these early seasons, because they're really trying to work out, Kale more so than Isaac, but, or more so than Joe, but he still participates in it, 
what their family is. Yeah. Um, and Kale obviously more so. But there, it, Kale has a real concern. She's like, I'm really worried that Isaac won't want to spend as much time with me because he has so many people at your house and his cousins and his grandparents mm-hmm. and I'm just by myself. And Joe, this is like when Joe wants to be nice, he can be so nice. Yeah. And when he wants to be an asshole, he can be so cruel. But he, in the scene, he's like, well, I don't want you to think like that because they're Isaac's family and Isaac is your family, so that's your family too. Like... He's being really nice about it. But Kale, like, this is, I like when they have these mature conversations where Kale is not being like, well, I want us to be together so that Isaac can have a family. She's just, like, truly a 20-year-old trying to find her place in the world. She's so lost and so jealous of Joe's life and, like, so worried that Isaac is, because I think she felt alone a lot in her childhood and is worried that, like, now there's, this dynamic of Joe's family and um, they have these like nice conversations where Mm -hmm. Joe is like, we won't let that happen. It's Mm -hmm. never going to happen. You're his mom. They talk about the fact that she's like, I don't think Isaac understands the concept of us not being together at all or that like we're supposed to be together because they're he's only two, but she's saying in a way that like, I think it's okay for Isaac. Yeah. Like she's, I I find these conversations interesting. I think that, yeah, they are, because it really just shows such a different side of, I mean, from, like, the fighting and, okay. like, the insanity. And also just a different side of Kale yeah. that she doesn't allow herself to have anymore, first of Absolutely all. Absolutely not at She all. cannot, you, you she's so vulnerable in these scenes. Yeah. And she would never have a conversation like this with almost anybody because she has to be uh, adversarial to everybody. Mm-hmm. And in this, she's, like, not fighting with Joe she's just being sad and vulnerable and honest and we don't see that from Kale anymore and I I think unfortunately it's part of it just her mental health has gotten steadily worse you know what I mean and just the amount of trauma she's been through since then and Mm -hmm. I just want Kale to like get correct therapy and like correct medicine like I do Kale is an abuser like I'm not making defenses for Kale there's a lot of issues with Kale but out of all of the teen moms currently on air I think Kale's the one that if she got the right help, yeah. could do a lot better. That's because, like, she's even, because you can especially see in these episodes, like, Kale has such a different story from, like, the yes. rest of the yes. girls. Yes. Like, it's so obvious. And I even have in my notes, does Kale still work at Sports Authority at this time? I don't know, but I think she does have a job and she she's in school. Does have a she's job. A, and she's in school yeah. still. Yeah, at North Hampton Community College, we're the only community colleges with dorms. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I like, it's really, you know, Amber, I don't have that much hope for her. Kate, I think, is doing way better and has been doing way better. Um, Macy, I think, is kind of going to live stagnantly for the rest of her life. But, like, Kale, I think Leah's, like, doing better, but I think Leah will be up and down. Um, Like, if her and Jalen break up, I'll be worried. But, like, Kale, I'm, like... If Kale just got the right type of help mm-hmm. and, like, maybe could admit that that bipolar diagnosis she got was correct and, yeah. like, get some antipsychotics instead of no medicine or just an SSRI, like, yeah. And I think she's just in talk therapy. Like, she needs to be in a different type of therapy. She has so much trauma. She has so much trauma. So much trauma. And I also think, like, I do, 
I am a big believer, though, that some people need to go to therapy for years before they can do the real therapy. Yeah. Like, they just need to get used to being in therapy and, like, talking with a therapist. But I just would love to see Kale do better. Like, and I feel like she has the tools and has the potential, but it sucks because Kale is such a perfect example of oftentimes people who have the most resources are the least likely to get help. Because their resources enable them to continue to be bad. Where when you hit a emotional bottom and like you don't have friends, you don't have a job, like you have to go get help in a lot of ways. And I think that Kale will have a hard time getting there. Yeah. Which is sad and sucks. And she definitely has this like mindset that she's a girl boss. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, so... Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk Janelle. Yeah. Janelle gets into a big fight with Josh. You text me like, I don't even remember Josh. And I was yeah. like, because they were together for two episodes. Yeah. Um, also, her opening scene, the sheer amount of Ed Hardy in her car. Oh, it, my like, God. It looks like oh my God. Basket of someone, like... Janelle is at peak, like, Aeropostale. Also, every... This is 2012. Every single person on the show dressed like it's 2007. Yes. Like... Uh-huh. Like, all their... Uh, I remember in Leah's scene, she was wearing one of those V-neck um, sweaters with, like, the stripes yes. from American Eagle. And I was, like, I was in two. They're also still wearing the Tiffany jewelry I stopped wearing by 2006. Yeah. Like, at yeah. that time, I was actually selling my Tiffany's jewelry on eBay because I was broke and needed money for drugs. Um <laughs> Which I don't regret because I don't think I would ever wear that, like, chunky sterling silver stuff no. again. Although I kind of, like, do wish that I kept my bracelet, the I heart bracelet. Yeah. yeah, the like, I sold the heart and toggle necklace I had. Like, that, yeah. the one that Janelle has. Like, like that the, yeah. thick ass, like, the, the that girl. I would never wear again. But yeah. the little bracelet, I do kind of wish I kept. I also had, like, a bunch of broken stuff that I sold. Like, because I break every necklace I've ever owned. And yeah. my fingers got better, so I couldn't wear my ring. Whatever. Yeah. It was fine. I made, like actually a lot of money on it um but yeah i was like selling the stuff because i hadn't worn it in years at that point they're wearing it like oh like in their finest yeah yeah it's very it's very 2008 to 2009 yeah Mm -hmm. okay so she calls her friend amber and by the way okay this fight that her and amber have is when I became, like, a teen mom super fan. This, the the social media going-ons yeah. during this episode is famously when I got into hating Janelle. Like, when I got obsessive about it. Yeah. So she moves in with Amber, and Amber has a six-month-old baby named Brantley. <laughs> Brantley! <laughs> That's tough. Brantley's tough. She's broken up with her husband, so she's, like, living alone in this little apartment. And Janelle's like, well, let's get a three-bedroom house. And I'm like, does anybody have a lease? Like, I know. Why are they all just... Leah, like, left her apartment. She's like, no, I can, like... Oh, by the way, I I forgot to mention this. Leah's like, I just need a new place that's, like, not filled with memories. I'm like, first of all, you moved to that trailer after you got divorced. And also, like, I love when people are like, I just need a fresh start. I'm like, who can afford that? Okay, um, she's broken up. Oh, yeah, Amber's broken up with her husband. She's going to let Janelle come in, and things are going good with Barb. And so she goes to meet up with her, and Barb is like, well, you know, like, you moved in too fast. It was weird, but I am glad that you're moving out. By the way, I'm changing to a tank top because it is 110 degrees outside, and we have the AC and the fan off. And it's not so hot, but it's hot. You can feel it. Well, that's, yeah, you need sleepless. Yeah. Um, oh, 
Janelle is like, Barb is being reasonable here. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. I couldn't believe how well Janelle and Barb got along. So, this is their thing, though. They've always been like this. They get into these explosive fights. Also, that's a very flattering tank top. Thank you. (laughs) They get into these explosive fights, and then they're like, okay, let's make up. Let's be friends again. Yeah. And, oh my God, I forgot to mention this. Today, I log on to Instagram this morning, onto Instagram.com, except through my app. And I see Kayla from Team Mom Young and Pregnant has posted a picture with Brie Madison, Barbara Evans, herself, uh, Kyla. Why can't I remember her name? She's truly on the show. Mm-hmm. Kayla, Kyla, Kyla, and Deborah. What the fuck? And where are they? Where are they? What is going on? What are they doing together? What are they filming? Barb is going to be on MTV and not Janelle. Janelle's going to be so fucking mad. I mean, Deborah showing up is like not that surprising to me because no. she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Barb, Barb doesn't give a fuck, but Janelle is going to fucking lose it. Janelle's going to be so fucking mad. And she's like, she's been really pretending to be in such a good place. Oh, yeah, because her and David are doing OnlyFans and I actually making say, money and they're like also, taking a vacation. She got a Visalign. First of all, David. I. Ignore every single post about David's OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't want anything I, to do I, with it. I saw exactly one photo, not on the OnlyFans, on, like, the post. Yeah. Um, the man is wearing, like, not, just, okay, it's not flattering. Like, he's wearing his swim trunks, uh-huh. like, super low, and then you just see his gut, like, it's, like, poor. Yeah, I, I think what, that, that he, like, fully knows that the people subscribing are, like, trolls, and yeah, but he doesn't I care. I think he might be even, like, leaning in. Oh, I I have long said that David leans in to make himself uglier. I've long said that David makes himself uglier than he is. He did ever since. Like he's gone. Remember, like when he had that terrible, terrifying beard, and then they had to go to court for the kids, and he showed up clean shaven, Mm -hmm. looked totally normal in like a nice outfit, and he was. It's not like he was hot, but I was like. This, I have been saying, David yeah. makes himself ugly to troll people. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to God, because he likes the comments of people being like, you're ugly. Yeah. Because he's psychotic. <laughs> um, yeah, so Barb and Janelle are getting along well, and Barbara's like, well, you know, I really like Amber. I think she's really stable. I think that this is a good idea. Oh, and an important point is, so because Janelle's on probation, mm-hmm. well, they find a house, they're talking... But because Janelle's on probation, she can't be around anybody that's also on probation or has, like, a criminal record. It's, like, a standard of her probation. Like, I know that's a rule, but also it seems insane. It is insane. But it is a pretty standard rule. But I think the reason it matters more for Janelle is because I think they're in a small area. Yeah. And I think, like, everyone I've ever known, their PL would never know who they're hanging out with. I honestly think it truly has a lot more to do with if you get in trouble and you're with someone with a record, they can give you an extra violation. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, that type of shit. And I think it's just one of those, like, standard clauses, right? Yeah. Um, But Amber agrees to it. She's, like, totally. Amber's a good friend. She's, like, I don't want you smoking pot. Like, mm-hmm. I think Amber doesn't really smoke pot that much. Like, I think Amber is pretty stable. And she yeah. was a very good friend for Janelle. And I even remember earlier in the season when Janelle smokes pot, Amber's, like, really disappointed in her and is, like, I just don't understand. And she's... Like, well, I can't remember the friend's name. Like, Ashley or whatever her name is pulled out the pot. And I just and Amber's like, so why did she even bring weed? Like, she knows you're not allowed to smoke. Like, Amber had a good head on her shoulders. That's what it seemed. And honestly, when, like, Janelle was talking about moving in, she uh-huh. was like, Amber as a kid. Like, that might be, like, Jace. Can, yeah. Like, that can prove to my mom. That, yeah. Like, because oh, Aunt, Jay, 
Janelle's obsessed with Jace sleeping over. Yeah. It's like all she wants in this world yeah. is for Jace to sleep over. So they go house hunting. Janelle has to miss classes to go house hunting because they can never go to school. And then she just drops out of school. Yeah. And <laughs> she tells Barb and Barb is not happy, but also didn't flip out. No. Yeah, they, they kind because of, I think they got a shit ton of money because yeah. her mom is like, you still have to pay for it. And Janelle's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And her mom's not that mad about it. Yeah. So. Exactly. Okay. The next episode. Also, Janelle's rent is seven seventy five. I feel like For that three bedroom. bedroom. And they decorate with signs that say surfer girl and aloha. Love and, it. And they look directly like Love a timeshare. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Um, okay, so in episode 10, Kiefer called Janelle. Kiefer this. is back. We have not seen Kiefer since last season. We have not heard a word from Kiefer. And her voiceover is like, me, Kiefer came to stay with me and it felt like old times. He spent two days with me and then turned himself into the police. Yeah, so Kiefer <laughs> called her and he was getting out of jail in Maryland. And his lawyer was like, well, you have to go to North Carolina and face your charges there. So just go to North Carolina, turn yourself in. And go do your sentence there. Because you're not going to be able to get out of it. Just go do it now. Like, yeah. which makes sense, right? Like, you're already in jail mode. Like, you've been away for 10 <laughs> months. Yeah. True. I mean, truly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're already yeah. Done. Like, and you're already, it's not like you have a job. Like, just, just go and get it done. So, Janelle is like, I'm going to let him come stay here for a couple days. And Amber's like, do you think that's a good idea? For multiple reasons. She's like, one, you're doing so well. And he's just going to come in and blow up your life. Which is what ha- ends up happening, by the way. Yeah. Um, and two, like, if your PO finds out, you'll be in trouble. And Janelle's like, how will my PO find out? Which, like, yeah, how would she find yeah. out? I I was like, the TV show you're filming? I, maybe, like, but maybe I think she was, happened. like, close to being off probation at this point. Yeah. Um, so she sees Kiefer, and it goes really well. They have sex for two days, I guess, and then he turns himself in. Yeah. So, but during this time, a little bit after... Janelle's PO comes over and I guess Amber has started seeing a guy that's also on probation that has the same probation officer as Janelle and this is why I said like this is a small town issue because like because she goes is that Josh's truck and it's like that is such a like the PO knows what car like that has to be Josh's truck Exactly. and Janelle's like yeah and the probation officer is like he can't be here he's gotta go yeah. So Janelle texts Amber and, okay, basically he's like, Josh has to leave. Which is, in my opinion, pretty fair because it's Janelle's house. It's literally. like. She but there. Amber, on the other hand, is like, well, you let Kiefer come over. But the thing is, it's like the PO. Yeah. The exactly. PO came over and said it. Right? Yeah. Like, clearly it, Janelle was fine with Josh coming over until the PO said that she couldn't. Yeah. It's actually a reasonable request of Janelle. I'm surprised I'm not smarter. Like, don't leave your fucking truck there. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Why am I surprised they're not smarter? I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) So, who knows, like, what the text was like. But Amber basically is like, okay, fuck you. I'm leaving with Josh. Wakes the baby up at the middle of the night and leaves. Which, uh, Janelle keeps being like, and that innocent baby, she woke up in the middle of the night. So. When I really started following Janelle, at this point in time, I was following Janelle on Facebook, as one did. (laughs) I wasn't even really on Twitter at this point. I had created a Twitter because I wanted to follow the baby that played Lily from Modern Family. (laughs) That's insane. It's, no, it's the most unhinged thing that's ever happened. I was a late Twitter adapter. I didn't get on Twitter until like 2010 or 11. I was in 11th grade on Twitter. Yeah, I was... I was a very late Twitter, like, adapter. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that. And now Twitter's my favorite social media app forever. 
Um, I love Twitter, but isn't it crazy? Like Twitter stayed. Oh, I, I Twitter like, staying power. Nothing has ever because like Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, they like copy each other. All yeah, time. Twitter's nothing. nothing has no, nothing competes with Twitter. No. Okay, like even the crazy QAnon people and Trump that get kicked off just create their own version of Twitter. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so Janelle gets on her little Facebook and writes this whole thing about Amber being such a bitch. Then she writes, Amber has an abortion scheduled for December 22nd or whatever the day was. I will never forget being like, what? (laughs) In it, she included how she woke up the baby. She said, and this is Janelle's thing, even my mom, like she's always, anytime Janelle wants to make a point against someone or for someone, she uses her mom's opinion. Which is funny because then Because she she fucking hates her mom, yeah. yeah. But but she knows people trust her mom. So she'd be like, my mom likes him, or my mom does not like him, like when she's trying to get people to believe her. Yeah. And she's like, even my mom said that Amber should not have woken up the baby. And then she's like, and Amber's a slut who has an appointment for an abortion coming up. I was like, oh my fucking God. Janelle is psychotic. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. This is so fucking funny. And then I probably saw in the comments people talking about her Twitter. And this was a time in my life in which I, with my full Liz Bentley Facebook profile, would leave comments <laughs> on Janelle's public public posts. <laughs> and people, I see it on my Facebook memories sometimes, which, by the way, I use my Facebook memories to delete shit from my Facebook. Oh, me too. It is, like, the perfect way. Oh, also, I use birthdays to delete people from my friend list. If I see them... There's so many people they come out on birthdays. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? So I delete them. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I use Facebook memories to weed out these things where people would come and be like, LOL, saw what you said on Janelle's page. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'd already had Butch from Teen Mom as my Facebook profile picture yeah, for like so years. Like, yeah. And that was like before people did funny things like that. Yeah. Like I was truly people like like i was still in college and people would truly like call me and be like what is your facebook profile (laughs) picture like this was like pretty silly silliness on facebook there wasn't really silliness on facebook yet yes yes um but people truly would be like uh that's so funny you're so funny eventually i got blocked of course then that started my twitter rampage in which i would just harass janelle and anybody who liked Janelle and would just continuously get blocked. And I would just make new Twitters every time I got blocked Obviously. to continue harassing her. And it used to be on Twitter, if you got blocked, you could still see everything they did. You just couldn't respond to them. Yeah. Um, and then they changed that. So I really had to make a new account every time because, God forbid, I couldn't you see everything that. Janelle was tweeting. And when I first went on uh, the EVP podcast and at the end, Molly's like, what's your Twitter name? I'm like... underscore 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 b underscore because like i just like every time i would just like add more underscores to my name and when i started feathers when i started feathers in my hair i like decided to make like a reasonable twitter name and even molly was like hey you should change your twitter name so that like people can find you which is very funny because jade from team mom young and pregnant when 
Team Mom Young and Pregnant started, her usernames on Twitter and Instagram were like eight underscores Jade, eight underscores. I tweeted her. I said, girl, change your fucking screen names. I said, nobody's going to be able to find you. She changed them that night. It was the best advice I've ever given her. I was like, change, I was like, change your usernames. Because I liked the first episode. I was like, oh, I like Jade. And I went to find her. And I was like, nobody's ever going to find her. I forgot when that premiered, you could barely find any of them online. Yes, because they were nobodies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that started my Twitter rampage. Uh, Janelle posting about Amber's upcoming abortion. <laughs> Which, amazing. It also explains Amber's like loyalty to Josh a little more if she was pregnant. And she was like six months with a baby and already divor- going through a divorce. Like, yeah. Amber's life was a little crazy. But yeah. Janelle is such a cunt in this episode. Like, I don't, you guys know I'm not like a user of that word very often. It's truly the only way to describe Janelle's it's behavior. So she is being a cunt. For just no Over reason. Fox racing sweatshirt. For no reason. Like, I, Amber doesn't seem to understand why Janelle's being so mean. No. It's not. so out of nowhere. It's so and weird. And also, when Janelle starts moving her Amber stuff out, like, you're helping her. Yeah. Does she realize you're helping her move? Like So Janelle tells her she has to move out because, yeah. obviously, Janelle signed that leash. Janelle put the deposit down. Janelle's yeah. got that team on money, baby. Yeah. And she let you Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Amber, she's like, has a little friend over. Um, Which I also thought that friend was her mother. The one no, who removed. Amber had a, her mother, I think. Janelle had her friend over. No, but like, that, the person helping, in like, I, I reminded, because I was like, is that, that's not, like, because I was like, wait, let me check. No, they, that's apparently her friend. In it, they said uh, they Amber's were, friend. Yeah, and then I was like, so that no, has to be her mom. They probably just gave her the wrong probably, chiron. Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. Well, I wrote in my notes. I was like, so no, everyone's really in beauty school. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That's so funny. No, I think that was probably her mom, and they just I gave her so, the wrong. I like was harping. They probably that. like were in the editing. They're like, is that her mom? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Where's the waiver? I don't know. Just, just write her friend. friend. <laughs> yeah. So Janelle is a friend over. Um, I think that was Nicole or I can't remember the girl's name, but eventually Janelle gets in a fight. Allison. It was Allison who Janelle eventually gets into a big fight with and accuses Allison of stealing her stuff before moving. So Janelle has a pattern. But Janelle's like hyped. Janelle's hyped. First of all, she has a castle on her arm, which they don't acknowledge on the show. But she got into a car accident. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She got into a car accident. This is at the, like, height of Janelle partying, which actually, if you know Janelle, well, now she does with David, but Janelle's never been a partier, really. Drinker, yeah. Well, because Janelle's a pothead. Yeah. She's a girl after her own heart. Janelle likes drugs. And yeah. here's the thing a lot of people don't realize, that a lot of drug addicts just don't care to drink. They don't yeah. really care for alcohol. Well, it's because it's, it's hard to drink compared to okay. drugs. Okay, first of all, when it's like, I could just take three hits of weed, but I'm going to have to eight, take eight shots of alcohol. Drink a bunch of beers? Yeah. Like, I remember the first time I took ecstasy and being like, I got so fucked up off of one, one pill. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, true. Yeah. I'm like 14. I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, truly. I did not have a driver's license yet when I started doing <laughs> ecstasy. Um, Janelle's hair is fully done, if you okay, notice. I was saying, like, how does she have the best hair on the show? It's not, like, great. Okay, but, like, at this point, she still had very good hair, yes. Yeah, she like, really did. You know what? Because the color was good. Yeah. And she had a, she wasn't, because she wasn't in beauty school. Yeah. And none of her friends <laughs> are in beauty school. She wasn't doing the, um, yeah. every yeah. single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her hair, though, is, like, she must have gotten it, like, cut and dyed that day. Because it's, like. It, looked, it was blowout. Yeah, blowout and, like, fully curled, yeah. like, 
but she looks great. But she's in like a full like baggy sweatpants, so, yeah. so it looks very funny. Yeah. And her and her friend are like, let's start moving Amber's stuff. Which, like I said, only helps. Yeah. And then Amber comes over, and they're, like, trying to move it out. And Janelle's like, hurry up! Yeah. Get your shit and out! And before, she goes, is she wearing my fox racing sweatshirt, yeah. like, from the window? She's in my fucking hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, she's just being such a cunt. Yeah. Like, like, for... No reason. No reason. And Amber like, is moving and out. A- yeah, Amber is doing what Janelle wanted her to do. She is not starting drama. She's yeah. just like, keeping your head down. Like, let's get my stuff. And at one point, Amber's like, I want to get all my stuff out of here today. I need Josh to come help me with the truck. Yeah. And she's like, Janelle, I need Josh to come help me. A normal sane person would be like, fine. And leave. I'm going out. We're not even leaving. Just let him fucking come for yeah. two hours to yeah. move shit. Yeah. And, like, maybe, but, like, a normal, yeah, a normal person would be like, all right, fine, we're going to go get food. Yeah. Let me know when you're done. Yeah. Janelle is like, no, he can't come here. No. <laughs> no. And Amber's like, well, what do you want me to do? Because I need to get my stuff out. And she goes, why can't somebody else drive Josh's truck? And Amber's like, because they can't. Like, who? Yeah. Amber is like, you can tell this is when Amber's, like, really losing it. Like, Amber had yeah. been really... Not responding to any of Janelle's side remarks, not escalating anything, like just being like, I'm getting out of here. I'm keeping my head down. I'm doing what needs to be done. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to engage with this. Honestly, if I was Amber, I would have had Josh just show up. I, I wouldn't have even asked Janelle. Fuck you, Janelle. And Janelle's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you are just being a bitch for truly no reason. And Amber goes outside to, like, figure out, and that's when Janelle runs out and goes, and by the way, are you wearing my hoodie? I need my hoodie back. And Amber goes, uh, maybe I am. And Janelle's like, give it back. And you can tell Amber's just, like, fed the fuck up. Because yeah. a little earlier she said to her mom slash friend, she's like, I'm going to fucking snap soon. Yeah. Like, you, Amber's trying. Just trying to move Yeah, on. she's yeah. like, we're going to, like, you could tell, like, Amber's, like, we're very close. I'm very close to hitting her. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to hit her, so I'm going to, like, not say anything. Yeah. And Amber goes, not right now, Janelle, when I'm done moving. And Amber goes, or Janelle's like, give me my fucking hoodie. And so Amber just, like, takes it off. Oh, and then she's, and, and she's like, okay, give it to me. And, and she's like, come here and get it. Amber's like, come here and get it. <laughs> it was, like, so important. Poor Amber is crying. Yeah. Like, and this is what, like, made Janelle look even more like a bitch is, like, yeah. Amber is keeping so composed this whole time. She starts, her feelings are hurt. Yeah. She's crying. And Janelle is like, finally some guys show up that I guess weren't Josh. Because yeah. Janelle's still there. And Janelle starts yelling, hurry up. I want to move my stuff in. Yeah. And Amber's like, that. I think that's when Amber is like, I'm, I'm going to hit her. Like, I'm going to yeah. snap. And then Janelle goes, and by the way, some of that cleaning stuff was mine. I out the box. <laughs> She's just being, like, for truly no reason. No, such a bitch. And honestly, it, like, when, when Janelle was doing that, I've I've been at my worst and I've been that age and I've been a horrible person. And I don't know. You'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think also Janelle is, like, just fucked up, like, ramped up. up. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you're just trying to get the reaction. She wasn't getting the reaction. And yes, Janelle that's why. And wanted the reaction, she wanted the reaction so bad. Yeah. So it was like, let me keep going. 
Totally agree. All right. We're going to talk about Chelsea. I'm giving a trigger warning because mm-hmm. this is the episode that Chelsea lets her dog get killed. And I say it like that because Chelsea she did. fully is responsible for her dog being brutally murdered. If dog stuff makes you really sensitive, I would say turn the episode off now because the rest of this is going to be talking about her and the dog. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't find the dog being murdered funny, but yeah. everything that Chelsea did was very funny to me. Well, it was like, you're watching it happen, and especially when I was, oh, sorry, especially when I was, um, like, I knew it was coming, and then you just see her on the phone letting the dogs, like, <laughs> run around like truly they should have been playing like clown music over her because she was being so stupid or like yakety sacks like like she was just so so stupid her dog's running around instead of hanging up the phone or putting down a child yeah yeah so okay so it's the day of her ged math practice test also in my notes how does fuck just tell she not have her ged Uh, because she's taking like one individual practice test and then regular tests at a time. So she is like, okay, I have to let the dogs out. She opens the door, lets the dogs out. Her two tiny little French bulldogs, teeny tiny $2,000 dogs. Yeah. Teeny tiny. And Size of like, Tina. Smaller I, than Tina, honestly. And I, have let, I let Tina out without a leash, but I'm right there with her the entire, and like it's a big yard when I do. Yeah, and you know that there's not a neighbor with a yeah, husky. Exactly. And I'm... When Tina goes, actually, everyone gets annoyed with me. Because, like, if Tina goes a little too far, I freak out. I'm <laughs> staring at her. I would only let a dog out without a leash, like, in an envir- environment well, like, where, is, yeah. like, truly there's no other dogs possibly around. No, this is like when we go on, like, vacation in the middle of the woods. Exactly. Like, and... Like, if there's any way that... My dad used to take our very well-behaved dog without a leash, and I'd always be like, you're such an asshole. No, Put the dog on a leash because yeah. somebody else's dog could attack her. Yeah. Um, okay, so the dog, she's, like, holding Aubrey in one hand. She's calling her mom. She's, yeah. like, on the phone, and she's like, oh, the dogs won't come in. The dogs won't come in. So she's, like, talking to Aubrey. She's like, okay, we're going to pretend we're getting in the car, and Darla will come get in the car. And she does it, and Darla, like, yeah. jumps in the car, and she's like, great, she's trapped. Then she's like, Frankie, Frankie, come here, come here, Frankie. And she's she, not even paying attention. Like, she's not paying attention. She's holding Aubrey, and she's kind of, like, running after the dog. And there are no cars around. I'm like, yeah. put the baby down. Yeah. Put the baby down. In the house, even. Yeah, put the baby in the house and then run back out. Uh, or even put the baby in the car. Yeah. You're in the driveway. Like, and also, like, yeah. I truly could just put the baby down. There's no and fucking it's cars December. around. It's not like yeah. it's going to get hot, like... Yeah, put the baby in the car. Put her in her car seat and then go grab the dog. Yeah. Um, nope. So she, at one point, gets very close to Frankie and she leans down to get her. Mm-hmm. But she has Aubrey in her arm. This is when they could be playing clown music. Literally. She can't, and her and Aubrey are laughing. They're laughing, 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 laughing. Isn't this so funny? Isn't this so Frankie. funny? If she didn't have Aubrey in her hand, she would have picked that dog up right then. Yeah. She had her arm on the dog. She had her hand yeah. on the dog. But she didn't have two hands, so she couldn't pick up the fucking dog. Yeah. So she calls her mom because her mom is supposed to be coming to watch Aubrey. And she's like, you're late. Oh, my God, Mom, you're late. Like, just talking on the phone. And she's like, the dog won't come back, but she's not looking for the dog. No. She's like, fine, Mom, fine. And hangs up the phone. And she walks into the backyard. it's it's bad. It's It's fucked up. She walks into the backyard, and she starts screaming. Because she starts screaming that a husky is chewing, is chewing Frankie. First of all, first of all, 
If you know you have a neighbor with a husky, do not let your small dog anywhere near it because huskies have an incredibly high prey drive. Even very well-trained huskies, they're not violent towards humans, but they have a pr- they're working dogs yeah. and they have a high prey drive. Like, mo- you're not really supposed to have huskies in the home with small animals because mm-hmm. even the best trained ones, like, it's just their genetics, right? Like, it's how they're bred. This poor, I don't know if that dog was on a leash. You never really hear the details of, like, the other dog. But the dog, she called, that next we hear her on the phone, like, scream sobbing with Randy, which I don't blame her. Like, she obviously was upset. Um, And she's like, my dog, she's like, the dog is chewing her. She couldn't get near the husky because she was scared of the husky. By the time she got over there, the dog was just dead, fully dead. Um, I think Aubrey saw it. Right? Because where else would Aubrey be? Tina's just looking at me. Uh, Tina's like, who killed him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, who, I, did Aubrey see it? They don't say, but she, how did I she, mean, how would she, she not? was in her hands. Yeah. She walked over. It, she, Chelsea's like on the phone. I've never seen anything, anyone handle someone so badly. Yeah. It's like from jump. Start to, yeah. Letting the dogs out by themselves, having Aubrey in her hand, being on the phone, not even trying to get the dog. You know that a neighbor has a husky. What are you doing? And the houses are right next to each They're other. townhouses. Yeah, they're touching. It's, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. Um, so Randy comes over a little later, and they talk about it. And Randy's like, you know, it's just scary that a dog living so close to you would do that. And it's like, kind of. But also, that is your fault. Yeah. And also, like, yes, to an extent. Den, but the real, like I said, huskies have high prey drives. He, because he's like, maybe the dog could attack Aubrey, and it's like, well, it's mm, different. It's yeah. really different for a dog to go after. And I'm not. And I the would husky on a leash in the backyard. That's my question: was the husky on a leash? Because yeah. we don't, they don't ever say it. But yeah. she does mention the owner was out there with the dog, so I don't know if he just heard Chelsea screaming and he came out. Yeah. I would kind of assume so because Chelsea lets us know. Randy's like, did you call the police? This made me laugh and laugh and laugh. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It really did. Chelsea goes, they can't do anything. And she says, you know, he came over and the police officer said to me, if your dog was on a leash, it would still be alive. And that kind of made me feel bad. <laughs> that kind of made me feel bad. That is the funniest fucking way to say that. You should feel bad, first of all. You, yeah. You should feel bad. And the fact that she keeps talking about her dog not being on a leash kind of makes me think that, um, it just made me think that the other dog was on a leash. Yeah. Because she doesn't say the police said anything about that. Well, that's the thing, because if the husky was off leash and, yeah, like, then it. Yeah. It, yeah. Sorry, when are the police gonna do arrest the husky? Yeah, I mean it's a like when it's a dog versus dog, and it's not, it's not like the husky like broke free from the leash and like came and attacked your dog. Your dog got in another dog's space. Mm -hmm. They're animals. Um, Chelsea's like, I don't know what to say to Aubrey (laughs) as they're like sobbing, having this conversation in front of Aubrey. And Aubrey's like, "Where's Frankie?" (laughs) <laughs> it's really sad. It's very sad. I feel terrible for Chelsea, but it's like it's just a hundred percent her fault. Yeah, and she has a new friend she the next. Yeah, episode. she makes a mistake every single moment. Yeah, so yeah. the next episode, her mom gets her a new puppy, but Chelsea does not feel safe here, and so she needs to move. That was so funny because like you don't, you don't feel safe because of a dog. Like yeah, also like do you have a lease? Like, like you can anything, just move. Like, what are you 
yeah. talking about you don't feel safe. Yeah, so she gets um a house. And really the only thing worth noting, because she has to have Randy co-sign it. Yeah. Which, of course, he does. And he also, goes... no one else needs co-signers. How much... That's true. Janelle didn't get a co-signer. No. Kale wouldn't have a co-signer. Um, I wonder if Chelsea just, just like... doesn't know what to do. Yeah, well, and it's just like... Yeah, my dad will co-sign. Also, I bet Chelsea's... Well, I don't know. She lives really rural. I was going to say maybe her place is more expensive. But... but I don't know. I mean... Well, I think I also... Think I would be the most Here's the thing. Well, Janelle doesn't, but Kale has, um like, a job and yeah. W-2s and stuff in a way that Chelsea doesn't. That's true. I don't know. That's a good... That's a good point. Because I was like, no one else has to, like, go through yeah, this. Yeah, or they don't mention it, at least. Yeah. Leah didn't have a co-signer... And because we saw them go through the leases, yeah. which is how we yeah. know some of the, of the prices of the Yeah, rent. interesting. I, yeah, there. you're right. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. But they're driving over there, yeah. and or Randy's like, yeah, I'll sign it, but, you know, somebody can't live there. And Chelsea goes, Dad, stop. I'm 20 years old. You're not going to make rules for me. And it's like, Chelsea... He's, he's co-signing. He's co-signing for you. <laughs> like, he he's actually, co- like, he, like, literally... Um, yeah. It's half his. And she's like, this is my house. I'm an adult. And he's like, well, you know, every time, like, there's a big change, Adam comes around. And Chelsea goes, I know, but, like, with this house, if Adam came, we'd be, like, a true family. It'd be Mommy and Daddy and Aubrey in a house of a yard and, like, the dogs in a shop in the garage. And Randy's like, what are you talking about? Literally. Like. Randy's like, no. And he goes, yeah, you'll be living together and screaming at each other all the time. And he won't be coming home. And it'll be the yeah, same that it always is. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, I know. <laughs> when she said that, like, actually, this house is what's going to make us a true family. I'm like, girly, what? This one has a fenced in yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that Adam needs. I just couldn't believe when she was like, my mom knew I was feeling really bad, so she got me a new dog. It's like... By the way, Chelsea was um, ahead of the curve with the naming dogs by human names. I know, right? Because this one she named Betsy. Yeah. She had Darla, Frankie, and Betsy. Then she has Pete the Pig. And also, like, my friend Becca has a dog named Betsy right now, so like... Betsy's a cute dog name. And it's a dachshund. Cute. So it's cute, just cute, like cute. little Betsy Dachshund. Yeah, but Chelsea is, like, I feel awful for her. That must have been so traumatic to see. Like, regardless of how it happened, like, I never, oh my god, I would never want that. No, but, no, 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 no. It's actually, like, especially because I do have a small yeah. dog and, like, Tina's my life. I think if she goes. You would kill yourself. I would have to go. Yeah, you would. No, I, like, really can't <laughs> Yeah, I know. It. I really can't. But you also, like, wouldn't put your dog yeah. in that situation. But also, my dad fucking says shit, like, he'll let Tina off like outside without leash and he'll be like she ain't going nowhere and like he doesn't fucking listen to me because he he kept dogs alive <laughs> makes me want to rip my fucking hair oh, and he's gosh. washing her in two weeks or not two weeks in two months so i'm like i haven't been away from tina in two years I, every single day i think about this vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i feel bad for chelsea but she's just being she's such dumb a dumb dumb her dog got killed because of her yeah and like you watch the scene and i knew it was coming and i'm like just also, it's, like, very funny it. film because she just runs into the backyard and he's like, no! <laughs> and then, like, the camera cuts because, like, like obviously they're not going to show that. And then she's, like, screaming on the phone. Yeah. It's just funny in the context of Teen Mom. Oh, and what's funny is who I was watching with, he goes, why would they show this? Like, why would they put this on air? I'm like, because they're showing how dumb Chelsea yeah, is. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, we need to, sh- like, they're... <laughs> 
they're mining content. This is like the number one thing. <laughs> oh, these episodes were so good. Yeah. Thank you so much for recording with me. Yes. I'll we talk to on the AC. We gotta turn on the AC and I'll talk to everyone next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Solid Listen Network. Find me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod.